No one has made any comments about the intro music at all, and I truly think that song goes off. It's really good. It's perfect. Okay, go Thank ahead. Thank you. I wrote it in 30 seconds, not even. I wrote amazing. it in the seven seconds long it is. That's amazing. But okay. I think, oh my God. Thank you, Becca. Thank you, Becca. <laughs> Becca, you didn't have to compliment <laughs> me like that. Okay. Hi. Welcome to It Rocks or It Sucks. My name is Carl Kuhn. Um, and... Oh, and my name is Becca High, and according to BuzzFeed, uh, the kind of soup I am is tomato. Wow, I dropped my resume, and your intro just gets better and better. You know, right before this, BuzzFeed quiz came up, and I was like, what soup are you? And I was like, let's find out. <laughs> and uh, I'm tomato soup, uh, because I love adventure, and I have tons of friends, LOL, and definitely see myself as an introvert. But I'm always down to try something new. Wow, that is truly beautiful. Um, listeners, if you just heard that, I took a sip of my white wine with ice that I'm drinking, my flip-flop wine. Um, sorry, but if you're into that, uh, I guess I could do more of that on the pod. Just let me know in the comments. All right. So it's just Becca and I today. I think the plan moving forward is to have um, is to have guests on every other episode of the pod, netting roughly two guests per month. Um, and I think we're going to be recording our second ep with a guest next week. So in between those eps with guests, you'll get um, journalism episodes like this one where we do the deep dive on the facts of the record. True investigative journalism. Yeah, Pulitzer vibes. Um, but okay, so today the two of us are gathered here on Zoom to discuss the self-titled album by the band from Nashville, Tennessee, Be Your Own Pet. Be Your Own wow. Pet. Wow. This fucking pet. record. Uh, this record is perfect for the mood I am in today. Tell you what. She's hating everything, guys. I'm guys, gals, everything. ladies. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I wanted to say about this album up front is that if Tilly and the Wall, if Bottoms of Barrels, that era of Tilly and the Wall, like most directly informed my friend group's visual aesthetic, this album most definitely informed my friend group's like ethos and like the way we operated as humans. This is like a punk sort of like garagey, I don't give a fuck young people record. And that was very much our MO. Um, yeah, that's. It was it. I like I f I forget that I was like such a raucous teen until I listened to things like this. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I was like kind of bad. My whole friend group was like kind of really bad. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, bunch of punks just <laughs> like truly just running the town into the ground. Yeah, being loud, being disgusting, stealing constantly, just like craziness. Um, and I forget that I ever had that era in my. Um, teenhood, early 20s, but here like we are a, revisiting it today. It's a rite of passage to go through that in teenhood. This was probably my favorite band when I was 13. I was obsessed. Yeah, I remember before we became good friends, I remember uh, 
I remember seeing you in the high school in in South Brunswick in the halls of South Brunswick High School wearing your SBHS. be your own peg get awkward shirt. I yeah. have been thinking about that shirt a lot and how I wish I kept it. I remember owning that shirt and thinking it was really ugly because it was just the album title like so small on the front of like a Heather Gray shirt. I was like, what is this design? But like that's in in 2020. Yeah, I tried cutting it into a tank top and it made it worse. And so I just had to get rid of it. I think I also cut mine into a tank top. Oh, I think you for sure did. Yeah, every shirt I owned became a tank top after a while. Excuse me, I just burped. Uh, oh yeah queen excuse you um we saw them at the house of blues in myrtle beach shout out again um nylon summer music tour god i wish that was still a thing dude that's the only time i've seen a show at house of blues and they were oh it was like them the virgins who was the main act it was she wants revenge a band that I have literally seen so many times and never wanted to see once. <laughs> I never, ever, ever had any desire to see that band. But they took so many bands I loved on tour that I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I didn't stay for She Wants Revenge. I no, just lost not. my mind seeing Be Your Own Pet. And it was like our friend group and like a few other people for them. Yeah. They are for them. I'm- yeah, that's how I feel like that's how most of the shows. Anytime I would go to the House of Blues in Myrtle Beach as like a teen, early twenty hood person, young person, it was I was always there to see the supporting act, and it was like always funny because like me and like a couple of my friends, we'd all be like going buck, and then everyone in the crowds would be like, "Go home, like go do that somewhere <laughs> else." <laughs> um, Fucking rascals, get out of here. Very that mosh pit vibes. God, if I was putting a mosh pit in pot, a, a mosh pot, if I was putting a mosh pot in 2020, <laughs> if I was putting Snot a mosh pot. pit in 2020, I would just let them kill me. I would just let the pit actually end my life. That'd be a terrible way to go. Okay, um, let's start on the actual record. How does that sound? Sure. I do want to say that I did not know that they were apparently way more popular in the UK, but... They were sent to XL? That's crazy. I just found that out before I, like, opened Zoom. I was like, they were sent to XL in the UK? That's crazy. That's Adele is on XL. The British people love them. And, uh, listening to this album, I feel like... The UK just has an affinity for this this certain guitar tone that is common in like Arctic early Arctic monkeys and like Franz Ferdinand, and you hear that a lot on this record, and you're like, that's what the UK really loves. They just love they, that specific was, guitar tone. <laughs> there was like an era where like the UK was like, if you're gonna play guitar rock, it's gotta sound just like this. Yeah, and that's we celebrate that. It's actually funny that you would mention Arctic monkeys because, um. I saw this band open for the Arctic Monkeys on tour for Favorite Worst Nightmare. And it was like one of those things where I was like actually excited about both the bands. But Dylan and I, our, my friend Dylan and I, we drove um, nine hours to Atlanta to see them play at the Tabernacle. And it was really fun. I miss I miss old Arctic Monkeys. That's like a, actually an album I would talk about on this podcast. Uh, but... It's that classic trope of like, eh, 
then they blew up and like they're not the same anymore yeah there are a couple bands that really fit those shoes for me that are like i whenever people talk to me about them in like 2020 i'm like that band committed the ultimate betrayal (laughs) (laughs) no one has ruined my trust more than bands like the arctic monkeys kings of leon dot 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 i could just keep going but one day we'll get to those records. If Ugh. people think that we don't say enough things suck, guess what? When we get to that kind of shit, you'll be hearing the word suck a lot. <laughs> I want to hear the dot, dot, dot. I just want you to keep going with all the bands that have portrayed. Portrayed. <laughs> portrayed? That have portrayed me in romantic comedies? <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know. I am blocking it out right now. I'm repressing a lot, but um, I'll start on a list after we get done today. Sick. Okay. okay, I think every cat I own has made an appearance on the okay, Zoom, and I'm froze. really sorry, um, especially if you can hear them screaming. You're frozen. Uh, Carl. All right, so track one of the I'm self-titled back. album by Be Your Own Pet. The song is called Thresher's Flail. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. <laughs> oh, did I freeze? <laughs> yes, I was... Oh my God, you'll hear it on my recording then, because I'm like, Carl, you're frozen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like just kept talking oh i have no once you like bent down to pet the cat you froze oh my god wow oh my god she's emitting a frequency that's fucking with my internet <laughs> it's crazy what can happen when you're 17 and cat years weird things so i did not hear anything you were saying well basically i was apologizing for my cats being noisy on oh. the zoom and then i was going to say um track one of the self-titled be your own pet album it, the song is called Thresher's Flail. Uh, Pitchfork gave this album an 8.2. Oh my god, that's high. Also, I didn't even... I In like the 30 minutes leading up to this call, I typically do a little bit of research. I didn't even think to check Pitchfork. Oh yeah. I feel like I have enough... I know enough of, of the lore about this band that I was just like ready to go. But I love... I did not know that. That's crazy. I love research. Um... Yeah. It was a journalism app. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Thresher's Flail track one. I have to say, this is one of the most threatening intro songs to a record. <laughs> it is so <laughs> ominous when it starts. <laughs> <laughs> it literally sounds like you're about to listen to Megadeth or something. Oh, it's, I love it. It's why I'm like, you really have to be in this mood to listen to this album if you're like i don't know at peace this album is it's not the mood it's not no you get like you get two songs that kind of will fit that mood specifically all the other ones are like chaos for you if you're in that mindset yeah and like if you're driving okay driving thought you know how there's shower thoughts i have driving (laughs) thoughts and that is um like oftentimes when you're driving you're you think everyone drives like an idiot and people who drive like an idiot do they just think everyone else is driving like an idiot or do they know they drive like an idiot that's like, I, there's like, this is I'm not to bring up motorcycle culture, but I feel like uh, my dad is a motorcycle enthusiast and I feel like he had a sticker on his helmet at some point in time that was something like that. That was like, am I an idiot or am I just surrounded by idiots? And that is like, 
I don't know. I, so this is a driving thought in that vein. I was going to say, I don't know how that any of this pertains to Be Your Own Path, but please go on. Because <laughs> I was listening to it, driving to and from the grocery store today, and I was, like, annoyed with everyone. And, like, on the freeway here, people drive like idiots. And, like, meanwhile, this album is blasting in the background. And I'm having oh, thoughts perfect. about, like... Do people know they drive like idiots? Like, sometimes I make a mistake while driving, but I'm aware of it, and I feel really terrible and awful about it. And I say, oh. like, oh, I'm sorry, like, to no yes. one. Oh, my God. Literally same. If I, like, do something, like, very wrong, even in, like, a parking lot, I'll, like, lean out the window and be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> yeah. Also, another question I have is, in California, listeners... If you took driver's ed in California, do they teach you that you can turn right on red? Well, I know a lot of states it's illegal. No. Yes, it is literally it's state by state. What? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. In um I'm pretty sure in the entire state of New York you can't make a right on red or something like that. Some of the, one of those states. Well Because I remember like the first time we went on tour, I had to be like at, we'd like pull up to like lights because my mom always grown up and she'd be like you can't do that in this state you can't do that in this other state i'd like pull up to a red light and like ask everyone in the van be like can i make a right on red here and they're all like we took driver's ed in north carolina we don't know well you can usually do it here there will be a sign that says you can't turn right on red if you can't mm. at a specific intersection but i have come across so many people who just sit there there's no one coming i'm like you can go you know Okay, so basically, Thresher's Flail by Be Your Own Pet is your <laughs> please make a right on red anthem. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah, queen. And I tell say, me when I am going go to, to die. I love, I was going to say, though, look us in the center of our eyes and tell me when I'm going to die. I'm like, okay, these lyrics are good. Yeah. <laughs> but the lines about the snow boots and stuff, I'm like, okay, queen, I what's going on boots. here? I. We'll say for an opening track, the song goes off. The song rocks. Yeah, the electric guitar goes crazy towards the end. It's great. Yeah. It's like just all, it's just noise. There's no chords happening at all. It's just noise. Yeah. Yeah, that shit fucking bangs. They're so young, too. I didn't know they were like teenagers oh dude yeah i that this is another one of those bands that like enabled me from an early age being like oh yeah i can like just drop my whole life and pursue music tons of teens are doing it i love that for you and i don't because look at me now <laughs> but like it's so much cooler to like drop out of school to pursue like shredding specifically yeah, shredding on guitar not that I do that, but like you could. Yeah, my bands have shredded before, kind of. Do it. Okay, Thresher's Flail. Does it rock or does it suck? It rocks. One, two, three. It oh, rocks. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, we. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why I did the count. It just felt right. I wanted this to really uh, arrive at that together. All right, track two. Bunk trunk skunk. Wow. Oh, Becca just lip synced me saying that, just so everyone knows. Uh, what do we think about this song? I'm an independent motherfucker. The like opening symbol bell hits. Oh my god. This is what a commanding the, the opening two tracks are so commanding. Like, like you are the, gonna pay attention to this the band. The first 
three tracks they all just like flawlessly transition into each other like there's no space in between each song so you're like oh we're on a new song now I am a horny for songs that do that. I'm horny for songs that don't let you breathe. I love when an album has no gaps. It's oh, it's my kink. I adore. <laughs> uh, the song goes so crazy. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. It rocks. I love that she says the word mum in the song. Yeah. Because my mum likes you. There's that, like, British... But not. <laughs> yeah, they were vying for that UK cred. They wanted to blow up across the sea. Mum. Mum. Me mum. Park the car. Um, let's see. I I don't really have a lot I want to say about this song other than I like it. I think it's really good. Yeah. Nothing really happens in it that's like unpredictable. I guess at the end when it starts to like dan 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 that's like a fun way to go out. Yeah. Um, it's it's fun. It's a fun song. It's a fun album. It's a fun song on a fun album. Wow, Whatever we happened this song. to the band Fun? <laughs> it's actually so funny that you bring this up. Um, so I did a pod. One of the only pods I've ever done before this was I was a guest on Blink One Fifty Five, a podcast that reviewed every song in the Blink One Eighty Two catalog. I love those and guys. Yeah, they're so funny. So through this really weird series of events, they've all kind of befriended Nate Ruse from Fun and the format online. So like through them, like befriending him, I was like, well, I've always loved his work. I like am addicted to the format. I think they're like one of the best bands of all time. So like I'll follow. And every day, all my timeline is, is just like those people tweeting at each other. Like, all day long. So that's what happened to them. That's what happened to Fun. Nate Ruse got in lo- got online in 2020, befriended the Blink-155 people, and it's just turned into the craziest discourse of all time. Uh, okay. Anyways. All right. If the edit, if there's a weird, if you're listening and you're like, did they just make a huge cut here? It's because Becca just wax, wax nostalgic about, uh, uh, Oh my God, mad TV for like a hundred years. The editing all around this <laughs> section is going to sound so crazy. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Track three. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my bike. Bicycle, bicycle. You are my bicycle. <laughs> Track three, bicycle, bicycle, you are my bicycle. If you didn't catch what Becca was just <laughs> doing. Oh, I can feel a migraine coming on, so it's all oh downhill from here. Um, <laughs> have fun. And be safe with it. Just, just kidding. kidding. Fuck, Fuck shit up. <laughs> that shit is really good. I'm pretty sure that was like uh, a MySpace. Was there like an about me on MySpace? Yeah, there was definitely. I'm pretty sure I used that line as my MySpace about me at some point in my life. Yeah. I don't think I ever did like a be your own pet layout on my MySpace, but I definitely, I definitely, it was there in, in its own way. Definitely had a few of their songs as my profile song. Yes, most deaf. We ride bikes. Cars are for idiots. This song is fun. This song is like... <laughs> this song is really well done for what it is. Yeah. I don't like the imagery that comes with it. Because all I picture are... uh, 
what do you call them? Fixed gears? Crust punks? That, but like, what is like their official job title when they like deliver shit? Girl, I don't know. Oh my god. I live in the boonies. No one's <laughs> delivering anything on a bike here. Um, let me Google it. What job do bike delivery called? <laughs> 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 Courier, oh. messenger, uh, Joko Lab. That movie, he was he was one. Joko Lab. What did you just say? <laughs> Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh, I, like Joko Lab sounds like the people that process your COVID test. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is she talking about? <laughs> he was one. It's a bike courier or messenger. So you hate bike imagery. That's what you're saying. <laughs> no, it just makes me think. I feel like that group of people is very similar to like skateboarders in that they're so exclusive and they're just like, yeah, you wouldn't understand. I'm a bike yeah, there's a lot of There's like a lot of gatekeeping when it comes to bikes. Like even, have you ever just tried to put air in a bike tire? If you ask someone for help that is like into bikes, they will fucking wreck you. (laughs) They will literally make you feel like you're the stupidest motherfucker on the face of the planet. Uh, And I'm like, okay, but it's a rubber tube that just needs air in it. Help me. Yeah. So much gatekeeping. I miss, I don't ride bikes anymore because I live in a hilly area. And fuck riding up some hills. Oh my god, yeah. The last time I was in San Francisco, we had to drive up this hill that was literally straight up. I was like, okay, the van's gonna flip over. That shit is terrifying. I have nightmares about that. And when I've done it before, like alone in my car, I'm literally screaming the whole time. (laughs) At one point in time, I feel like the pedal was all the way down in the van. And we were still just going like one mile per hour up the hill. I was like, this is literally how we die. I living in oakland we live up you have to go up the steepest hill from like park boulevard to get to our house and like my little car i'm always just like come on <laughs> like pedal to the metal like you can do it and then it's even worse having to walk up that hill i have to like oh. stop and take a break like every <laughs> few minutes because i'm just like whoo this i can't do this <laughs> Okay, so Bicycle, Bicycle, You Are My Bicycle, we think it rocks as a song, but in terms of what it's selling. I mean, they're they're selling fun. It's not necessarily about bike couriers, that's just in my own head. Okay, so your projection upon this song, you're giving a boot to your projection upon the song. I still like it, I still think it rocks. Okay, Slay, we love that. All right, well, track four. I think it's track four. I'm, like, looking at it on my phone on Apple Music instead of on the wiki today. So I'm, if I fuck up the numbers, please correct me. But anyway, the next song is called Wildcat. I am a wildcat. You are a worm. What does that fucking mean? Do wildcats chase worms? I can't imagine, when it comes to the chasing of of each other in the next line, I can't imagine a worm chasing any sort of cat. (laughs) That'd be so funny, though. (laughs) 
The worm. Think... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean I I don't even know what I think. Please elaborate. All I think about worm. is in very recently I watched Labyrinth for the first time with some mm-hmm. friends. The best character in that entire movie is that little worm that makes an appearance, the, and he's like, he's blue, right? He's, he has blue hair, and it's yes. just like, hey, me, I'm just a worm. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Labyrinth either, but I do it's, love him. It's wild. Uh, it's it's a good movie to watch with friends. If only I had friends. <laughs> you only need two that's okay that's that's tea that's tea okay so basically what do i want to say about this song i will say if you're listening as a as a teen i don't think i ever had access to the lyrics like the official lyrics to the song i will say you know i love you like the sludge from my cow house city impossible to decide to decipher when you're listening to this song does that mean i hate you it's it like code for i actually hate you like, and what's I, a cow house city? Like a, a cornfield town. I don't know. Idaho. Bolivia, North Carolina. By, did you say Idaho? I said Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the shed, Idaho. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, All right. My house. hot take is this song. I kind of think this song sucks a little. Uh, um, I'm looking up. What you just sounded is... like a mosquito. You just hit the mosquito note. You're like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, what is a cow house city? I do think sludge is such a great word. Cow Underrated house. word. Definition of cow house: a barn for cows. Back up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking heaven and hell i um i don't really know what else i want to say about this song i will say on apple music there's a live version of the song at the end of the record and it's like fun it sounds like shit but it's like if i was at that show i'd be losing my mind so cows are so cute i want to say cows are like one of my favorite animals like big old dogs Ugh. they're very cute remember have you ever what okay jinx oh what were you gonna say it's like remember when cows would come into our backyard yes i do remember that that was always so fun so fun you know it's just like the middle of the afternoon we're both kind of bored it's like walk over to the door and just look out be like are the cows out there right now yeah shitting in my dad's garden (laughs) okay what were Um, you gonna say i actually don't know i have no idea actually (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm the worst. It's okay. No, it's it's really great. I don't mind at all. Um, I never have anything I like really need to say on this pod. I just like the sound of my own voice. Um, I am a worm. Yeah, I don't know. This song is like it's fun. <laughs> Every song on this album is fun. Yeah, they're all pretty fun. I think there is a song on here that sucks, but it's not this one. This one's, like, fine. Wildcat is fine. I think Wildcat is made better by the songs that is around on this record. Because by the time you get to this one, you're still, like, riding the high from the other ones. And you're like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm still going off in the lay pit. Um, but okay, let's move on to the next song. Are you ready? Born ready. <laughs> 
I was born ready. Um, is this track five? Oh my god, she's got her paws up. Track five. Track five. Track five. The track five is called Adventure. Now this fucking song. Do do cut cut do 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 cut cut. This song has a groove. This song uh, settles into a groove very early on, and it fucking rides that groove. And this song rocks. Yes, but it's all cool, you know, because we're like adventurers. <laughs> yes, those lines are so good. The delivery, the vocal delivery on this is so great. It's like funny, like Riot Girl, but also like a little doo in some parts. I don't even know. It's so good. Yeah, it's very I like, love this sassy, song. but like sarcastic and like, uh, yeah, it's so good. I feel it's like Valley Girl voice. Uh, It's what voice? Like Valley Girl. Oh, Valley voice. Girl. Um, didn't they write it on the follow-up album? Yeah. There's a song about Valley of the Dolls, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. You read my mind. I, I know, I know, I know. Um, um, so maybe they're obsessed with Valley of the Dolls. Um, this kind of feels like a song that maybe was written in the same way that La Pharisee by Tokyo Police Club was written by like something weird and you he might someone may have read in a book. This kind of feels like it was maybe written by like something someone read. Was written about something someone read. God, my mind is fucking fried today. Um it's just like what castles, monasteries, highways, highways and causeways. And Becca's showing off her perfect pitch again, everyone. Uh, never. I do not Give have, her a record deal. I don't have perfect pitch. People, um, I feel like the song is, it's not that the other songs are sloppy, but this, this one's just like less sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> God, I sound so dumb. No, you sound like the smartest woman in the world. Um, Yeah, I agree. It's I feel like when you're playing a song at two hundred thousand BPM, it's like gonna (laughs) sound crazy no matter what. It like, but like the minute you slow it down and you like nail like a slower song. Oh yeah, it shows that you you know what you're doing. I will say though, like whoa 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 whoa, that part is so good. That's like. That's where you're like, oh wait, these kids kind of like know things. Like, I wonder like what their direct like influence for writing this song was. I want to like say what songs do you think they were referencing? Life is a highway. By Rascal Flatts. That song's not by Rascal Flatts, <laughs> is it? Their version is from the their version from the Cars movie is a very oh famous version of that song. Carl. <laughs> Whenever I say it, I it's funny. I use that song as a touchstone a lot, and people always yell at me. They're like, "That's not who sings that." And I'm like, "But they have sung that." Oh my god! It's like it really <laughs> is the first thing that shows up when you Google yeah. it, and it's like the video is like Disney Pixar Cars. It's by Tom Cochran. <laughs> Dude, Cars sucks. <laughs> I love my old coworker. She was like, I love thinking about the Cars universe and like how strange it is. <laughs> I'm taking my fucking headphones off. I'm checking out. I don't want to think about that at all. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Cars, I wasn't. 
ever interested and <laughs> I don't think it was for us. But like Pixar I mean they put out shit that I'm like, I wanna see that. But Cars yeah. was never it. Cars was like Pixar in their flop era. Uh what if Cars is like the reason why boys think having loud cars is cool? Oh my, if that is the reason why boys think having loud cars is cool, then I am going to get in my time machine. I'm going to go back to before that movie came out. I'm going to blow up the studio. And then I'm going to fast forward back to 2020 so I have a nice normal life because my neighbor has the loudest truck in the entire world and it makes me want to KMS. Everyone, I've told you this before, everyone on the street has the loudest car in the world. And I don't understand. Our downstairs neighbors, well, there's one dude who has like, a least BMW and it's loud as shit. I can hear him starting it up even though it's like the furthest away. My room is the furthest away from it. Our downstairs neighbors, I kept hearing like on the street a car starting and it's really fucking loud and I'm like, who is that? And it turns out to be like some Ford Explorer. And I'm like, that makes no fucking sense. Why is that so loud? Loud car culture. I don't. That who is that for? Uh. <laughs> it's like the least empathetic thing you could ever do. That's why in Australia there are like signs that are like telling you to like keep your car quiet because it's. Dude. Uh, we need one of those on this road i'm literally i live on the same road as a hospital a nursing home a bunch of like public housing for people with disabilities and we got a guy with a loud car we got two people with loud trucks on this road like what one of the name one of my neighbors was talking about how he's like out of work because he's recovering from cancer and i'm like yeah the loud truck is not helping anyone i get concerned when my car makes noise <laughs> I won't, the goal is to have my car be as silent as right possible. i was taught that when your car makes sound it's a bad thing <laughs> yeah the culture of loud vehicles drives me up a wall but it's like whatever they're a bigger problem so i'm like not out outside like screaming about it but it'd be bothering me inside okay anyway For adventure sure. by be your own pet i love the song i think the song rocks ass it rocks God. All right. So we're on track six now. Track six by Be Your Own Pet is called Fun. So how's your dude zone, dude? So how's your dude zone, dude? I love that line. <laughs> I love this song. This song does that thing at the end where it goes, dan, 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 Yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, when I figured out what they were doing, like, when I figured out the numbers, I was like, oh, my God, I'm the smartest man in America. Yeah, the drums and guitar, you think you get it, and then they go back. You're like, oh, they're increasing by one each time. But then, like, once they reach, like, five or seven or whatever, they go back to, like, two, and you're like, God damn it! These little pugs, they're so, they're so cool. That's such a cool thing. And that's, like, such an easy way to make a song that has what? two parts one part have another part that's like actively engaging the listener i love this song i think this song rocks i think if you're gonna write a big goofy one minute long song it needs to be like this good yeah this is your reference point fun we love this song i think fun by be your own pet rocks it rocks okay 
track seven, right? Yes. The song is called Stairway to Heaven. Uh, I wonder if they ever played this live because it seems like it would be a hard thing to do. What do you mean? What part? I don't think, I can't remember if I ever saw them play the song live, but. Listeners, if you hear Becca loudly breathing right now, she's like shaking, trying to like recreate the beat of this song and like the cadence of this song. She looks amazing. Let me screenshot. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Um, yeah, this song is very four on the floor. I don't really love a song that moves like this one does, but I think this song is very good. She's still doing uh, listener. <laughs> I, I just remember. 20 it. years from now, he's still in the closet. <laughs> looking like a baby bird getting shocked over and over again. Maybe just like. I don't know. I feel like it's it would be hard to like keep it in time live. Yeah. It's like low key one of the most complicated rhythms on this record. You don't really like I don't I definitely as a teen I didn't realize that it was like something that would exhaust me if I was having to play it, but it is like that. The drums, even just in the intro thing where they're like buka, 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 like that's like a annoying rhythm to play. Yeah, it's very uh nope. Forget it. No words. No, the song is leaving her absolutely speechless. I was trying to think of like a music theory term, LOL. Um, but nah, nah, dude. I hate. Nah, dude. I hate music theory. <laughs> I don't even know what music theory is. It's stupid, is what it I've is. I've literally been making music for like fifteen years, sort of semi-professionally, and like people would be like. Oh, like what note is that? And I'm like, I don't know notes. Have you heard my music? That's why I can't listen to Hooked on Pop or whatever that podcast is. Oh yeah, it's like where they like analyze why a song is good. I'm just like, shut up. Like, okay, the first music theory. I was classically trained on violin yeah, growing up my whole life. Suzuki method. Yeah, but like never had to actually study music theory i was very much of a an ear listener learner and i had to take my first music theory class in college and i hated it made me hate music i was like this like you can't you have to be a master at music theory to do anything fun if you're following the rules of music theory that's how all art is though like when you go to art school they're like if you can't recreate the mona lisa with your toes then you're (laughs) never gonna make it in the art world and you're like what it's like uh the movie whiplash you can only get better at drums if you can play super fast i don't think that's true that was like the biggest critique of that movie is like yeah i'll get really good if i can just play super fast no, you'll just get really tired. Yeah, music. Ugh. I'm just like you don't need to understand music theory to be good at music, y'all. No, that is some don't. like There's... pretentious shit. 
Yeah, so many people way better at music theory than me are less successful than me, and I'm barely successful to begin with, so eat that, queen. Um. Anyway, I think this song is... Oh, my God, stop. She just did the Z, baby. Did I? I don't even no, know. No, you what... didn't. Um, I think this song rocks, but I, I don't, like, live or die for it. Yeah, this song rocks. You saw me headbanging. Yeah, she was going off. All right, so let's move on. The next song is called Bog. <laughs> the smile on Becca's face. That this word that word is that word is powerful. Bog. Bog. Is bog like a interchangeable with swamp? They're similar, most definitely in vibe. Giddy up, jingle corpse, rip off your feet, jingle around the bog. The fuck are you There's talking a really- about? <laughs> It's a Rob Delaney tweet from like five, six years ago that I think about every day. It's an invasive thought in my brain. It's so funny. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's for the real heads out there. Oh Sorry. my God. Did you know that informal British bog means a bathroom? Ooh. Yeah. And then totally forget the fact that bog can be a verb. Be or like become. You're down. Yeah, you can be you're, or you're become. <laughs> be or become stuck in mud or wet ground. <laughs> you're become bog. <laughs> That's the most beautiful sentence in the English language. People, Wait, oh god. Oh my god. People also ask, are bogs dangerous? Is bog a real word? What lives in a bog? I think a bog. And swamp are very similar. Therefore, I come from also a bog. Yeah. We're, we're both born and raised in the bog. <laughs> mosquito. That, see, that's where you get that <laughs> Becca learned her mosquito tones from living in the bog. I think this song rocks. I think this song is, like, really good. Want to get a cat? My boyfriend wants a dog. We got into a fight. I drowned him in the bog. Which is crazy because if my boyfriend wanted a dog, I'd be, like, sick. <laughs> oh, I love when Becca's on the cusp of something something really important to say, and that's the sentence that comes out of her mouth. <laughs> Isn't that it every time? I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for bog, so my brain is, like... In the bog. It's bogged down. It's literally, like... Oh my god, there's like... Bog the house down boots. <laughs> there's like different types of bogs. There's like... Oh my god. The plants I have to say, that grow in the, um, the water source for them. It's fascinating shit. Okay, so this has suddenly pivoted to an episode of Ologies and Becca's a bogologist. <laughs> <laughs> I think this song is really good and fun. Um, I think... The part where it gets like slow and does the yeah, I don't necessarily need that part, but it's like fun that it happens. I'm sorry. It, that is in this song, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, it is before that part. I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. Part. I want to say the vocal melody of the song is exactly like another vocal melody of another song on this album. Probably. I meant. I think that we're that we talked about a lot in the Tokyo Police Club ep, ep, but not this ep, is that these are kids. They're teens. 
there, they're young people. There is also a little egg shaker in this oh, song. Was there egg shaker? Yeah. Which I didn't note that. Love a little egg shaker moment. Yeah, dude. Percussion in general. Get it off the drum set. Get it into the mix. In general, I think Bog rocks. It's not my fave song on the record, but it's very good and very fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so after Bog, track I don't even know now. I'm so lost in the numbers. Nine. Um, the n- Nine, track nine. Girls on TV. Prime, prime example of what the egg shaker. I mean, God damn it. I just fucked that up. Uh, prime example. Start over. Just start over. Hold on. <laughs> just erase. Prime. Slate. I'm. I'm. All right. Becca, take two. Oh my god. Becca just kicked everything. Okay. All right. I'm staying. All right. Becca. All right. I'm about to clap the little clamp board. You ready? Becca, high. It rocks or it sucks. Girls on TV. Take two. Action. Prime. This is prime example <laughs> of the pressure cooker hi hat situation that i speak of sounds exactly like a pressure cooker yeah the motion city soundtrack hi-hat where it goes into double time uh girls on tv oh is is it real i don't even know the words i had to figure out what those notes were it's d a e f sharp d why did you need to know that because it sounds so familiar and i was like maybe (laughs) if i play those notes it'll hit me and like what song i'm thinking of i'm sure that whatever key this song is in a million other songs are also you don't feel the same i feel like it's it's ripped right from another song Becca, remember, I said I'm post-music. I've heard every chord progression. They don't impress me. They don't impress me much. Okay, so you got some chords. <laughs> Listeners, if you know what song Becca is repeatedly singing to herself. It's really hard song... to sing, so uh, if you know the Listener, notes, D-A-E-F-sharp-T. Yeah. Someone that likes music theory that listens to this pod, let us know every song that has that progression in it, and Becca will pick it out of the lineup. And this guitar tone really is like early Arctic Monkeys, Franz Ferdinand, that shit UK people love and live for. It's that single string run on like a single coil guitar through like a combo amp it's very like jangly but like melody lead lead melody it's cool i like i like this song this song doesn't do it for me on this record it's like i like the slow jams and i like the crazy fast songs these like mid-tempo kind of songs are like good i enjoy them but it's like that's not why i came to this band you know Mm-hmm. yeah i can't wait to hear what song you think sucks I thought maybe it'd be this one. No, I like this song. Okay. So Girls on TV it's rocks. It's just that melody. Someone out there. Validate me. Anna. <laughs> Anna, do you know what song that is? If you're listening, Anna, please let us know what song that is. Okay. Track 10. Um, I track 10, right? 
Yes. I can't do this every time. I need to get caught up. All right. We will vacation, comma, you will be my parasol. You can be my parasol. Yo, you can be my parasol. I'm fine. Whatever. Sue me. I don't know how to read. I do know how to read. And if you don't know how to read, that is fine. It's overrated. Okay. Um, What does that mean? Parasol is like an umbrella. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. We will vacation. You will be my parasol. You will shade me from the sun. You will remind me to put sunscreen on and not get sunburn. It's weird. I never really thought much about that lyric. I was like, oh, you know, epic, random, LOL, turkey, turkey, turkey. But now that I'm like looking at is this like a sexy metaphor? Is this song like a sexy metaphor? Anytime I see the word waste in a song, I'm like, okay, a song about sex, confirmed. What? <laughs> Do you think that, because they talk about, um, I'm looking at the lyrics. It says, okay, it gets I so dark when we're below the waist. Right up the wall to the darkest hole. Dot, dot, dot. Vacation says, vacation says, we have to be good to each other. It gets so dark when we're below the waist. Play, play my piano. I'll lend you a hand. What aggravates you will be my demand. I don't know. It just sounds like a little I, it, sexy. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Kind of like Lana Del Rey lyrics, don't you think? I, my friend Laura would know because she's obsessed with Lana Del Rey and always wants to talk to me about her. And I'm like, I don't listen to lana del rey i never have i'm sorry okay. lana's literally good but that's fine well she can if you. you ever want to talk about lana del rey she, she will be happy to take my place laura come on the pod we'll do a, like a exclusive for the patreon where you and i talk about lana because i have a lot of thoughts but i understand she was not around on when i was in my itunes era so um I don't really know what I want to say about the song. It's short, two minutes. It's fun. Uh, it's, there's like the shortest and most random guitar solo riff that happens. Mm -hmm. That's really, uh, it's a thing. I can't hear it in my head. I'm really trying to think about it. How's it go? It's, Mouth a little. Hold on. I have to play this song because... <laughs> Where is it? Oh, here it is. Right there. <laughs> I I forgot about that yet. It's a one note guitar solo. It's so sick. It's so Vivian Girls of Them. Oh my god. Yeah, that's funny. Oh my god. Because of that, this song is actually a huge <laughs> slay. I love this song. <laughs> a secret of shredding. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes all it takes is one note. Love. Okay, yeah, this song rocks. Yeah, okay, wow. Okay, so track 11. Let's get Sandy. Quote, I mean, not quote, parentheses, uh, big problem. 
big problem, yeah. It, this song is 58 seconds long. Yeah, this if you're gonna write a song, it's only 58 seconds long. I think this is the blueprint. Blueprint. The oh my god, the blueprint. Uh, it's so fast. Yeah, I actually I have always loved this song. I love a short song. You can get your whole point across. Your whole you can present your thesis and defend it in 58 seconds, and this song does that. Yeah, it's so heavy. Uh, it's yeah, it's good. We can guarantee you that we won't be very nice. So good. I also, as someone who didn't have access to the lyrics when this record was my job, uh, there's a line. I always thought that it was, uh, we all have holes in our socks and Bad Brains totally rocks. The band Bad Brains. But it's apparently Fabrics totally rocks. Okay. Are you looking on Genius? I'm looking on Apple Music. Because oh, I've been looking at Genius, and I'm like, some Genius of these say? lyrics are not. Like, I was following along. And I was like, some of these are not right. Um, on Genius or that I'm quoting? Uh, Genius. Oh, yeah, it does say, a... and Fabrics totally rocks on here. I don't know if that's right. Hold on. I'm going to listen. <laughs> basically if you're listening to, if basically you could start this record with us and be right on track right now oh my god becca's rocking out face oh my fucking god i can hear fabrics but that doesn't oh, really yeah. make sense uh-uh it's stupid i don't i don't agree with that went to I'm the park dis- and they wouldn't let us in <laughs> Oh, that was so funny. (laughs) For those listening listening at home, if you're wondering how we got access to the isolated vocal track from the studio recording of this song, I'll never reveal that secret, but that fucking rocked. Okay, I think Let's Get Sandy Big Problem rocks. I love this song. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I wish that I wish you were recording the video for this because I want to watch that a hundred times. Did I look funny? (laughs) Because I was looking at the lyrics. I wasn't. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It was truly. It looked like you were possessed because you were like looking this way. It's so good. Wow. I will think about that for the rest of my life and laugh. Okay. Track, I think, 12. October, comma, first account. Dude, when I could have dementia from hell, I could be on my deathbed and someone comes and interviews me and goes, name a perfect song and I'll go, October, comma, first account, baby. Yeah, this song, I oh, it has stood the test of time. Like it's it's rare that I seek out any beer and pet songs these days. Yeah. Um, but October first account is definitely is I seek that out to this day. I'm like I need to it listen a, to this perfect song. It is a vibe that is just it stands the test of time most definitely the sand drips through the hourglass minute by minute but this song it just stays it's so good um 
This was definitely my MySpace song Ooh, at one time. You were incredibly frozen. Forever. Oh, no. Oh, no, you're frozen. Oh, you're frozen no. again. <laughs> I didn't even know what I could possibly do to bring her back. You were frozen. Yeah, you were so frozen. Oh, my God, we were both frozen. <laughs> we were so froze. Whose internet's boo-boo? It's probably mine. Um, uh, I don't really know. What do you want to say about this song? There's jingle bells in this song. <laughs> jingle bells. Yes, there are. Sleigh bells, whatever it, the it makes fuck the you song call a them. Christmas song. The song is a Christmas song. Even though it's October. Which, like, why, why is it called October 1st account? I can only imagine she wrote it in October. That little breakdown with the bass... I bet and then the jingle bells come in yeah it's so good I this song this song does it all it's like every part is the hook to me it's like the verse melody so good chorus melody so good the like little pre-chorusy thing the won't you help me out I think about that all the time it's so good yeah I think I've spent my whole life trying to write a song as good as this. It re- Don't know if it, I've achieved it. Yeah. It really is so good. And this is one of this I think it, this song solely is the reason why I followed all the members of this band into all their other projects. I was just like, you know, if they did this, even if it was like a subconscious, like just to have a song that I revered so much as a teen, it was just like I will follow these people to the ends of the earth. They wrote a perfect song. Yeah, and it's it's their slow song, too. Yeah, I remember when Get Awkward came out, the next record, I was like, I was like, I was like foaming at the mouth for the slow jam. I was like, will it be? Will they will they like find that same magic? Like, is that going to be like the fucking song again? And the slow songs on that record are good. But it's just like, I think this is just one of those like rare instances where like magic occurred this day. Also, what fucking teens from Nashville, Tennessee have the right to get as funky as that bass little bridge thing? Yeah. The audacity. They, like, they, uh, in my research, they were complaining about, like, growing up in, in Nashville and how Jamina and John moved to Brooklyn, like, on a whim. Because they were like, Nashville is not for us, which is Mm -hmm. so wild. Because I don't think I've ever been to Nashville. Maybe when I was little. I don't know. Don't recall. But I'm like, Nashville seems like a pretty sick place, to be honest. I've, like, low-key spent a lot of time there. And it's, like, it runs the gamut. It can be, like, really fun if you know the right people. But there's so many like clicks like the music community is like really Mm. clicky there because it's like you know music city nashville it's like we've played shows there with like huge bands where no one comes and we've played shows there with like little bands where it's like sold out it's like you just really you got to find like the right little niche i know like the last time we played there on say anything tour like max bemis tour uh like we had a really good i think our show was sold out it was like a big turnout but like everyone that worked at the venue was just there for like sound check and then they were all going down the road to like a small club to see some other band i think it was ought or no it was one of those bands it was like a like low-key mathy sort of band but it was like they were all going to like a venue that was like a quarter of the size to see that band i'm like okay well 
have fun. Like, you know, there's just so much going on that it's easy to be clicky in Nashville. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I feel like once you're an adult, every city feels clicky. Yeah. I was like, um, it's funny, I when this record was coming out, I loved this band when this record came out, and I was like, what? When did this come out? 2006? I was like 16. So I was in my second band of all time, and we befriended a band from the Nashville area. They're from like Franklin, Tennessee, and they, none Bozaneros? of them. They, yeah, Bozaneros. Hell they were yes. all like, fam- yeah, iconic people. I love those people to the ends of time, but... And they're all doing like pretty cool things now. Um, I think Rodrigo just got married. Rodrigo, if you're listening to this, I love you. I'm sorry I haven't kept up super well, but Anna, I just adore you to the end of time. But anyway, so they were like, they knew the people in this band and they were like, they thought it was funny and kind of like almost embarrassing that I loved this band as much as I did. <laughs> they were like, yeah, they're kind of like whack, whatever. We don't love them. And I'm like, well, y'all are like obsessed with Deer Hunter and that's like not for yeah, me. Yeah, this band resonates more with the british people us americans just aren't punk enough i mean i i resonated with me plenty fine same <laughs> we're british uh, no, we're we're Brit- we're actually literally... i i did a 23 of me and um learned that i'm mostly british really like that's my ancestry it's like on your mom's side or your dad's side uh it uh i don't think it specifies um unless one of your parents also take a 23 of me uh, i'm not sure i have the app the gag of it if it's on your dad's side uh actually yeah it, it would be on my dad's side because my mom's side is irish so like i'm uh, mostly british yeah. and irish my my dad's side of the family is all very irish and it's it's its own thing but um yeah i love your dad i love the idea of ernie being like so country naming his fake flamingo pecan and then secretly being like a british heritage i just saw a a dog a really cute dog and its name was ernie and i was like that's such a good dog name (laughs) (laughs) your own father's name um also, really funny thing from 23andMe, they were like, you have the the genetic traits, uh, your muscle composition has the DNA traits of world uh, Olympic athletes or whatever. And I was like, LOL. <laughs> I mean, you have literally, no lie, you have the longest legs in the history of legs. That suck. They, I literally <laughs> have zero calf muscle. Like, it's hilarious. It's like... A hilarious joke when I show people <laughs> that I have zero calf muscle. It blows their mind. Like, there's literally nothing there. It's just... It's just flat. There's nothing there. Stop. Okay, wow. I love that. Ladies, if you got zero calf muscle, <laughs> I'm here you say, woo. Okay. Um, what? song we were talking about october 1st account how good it is it rocks yeah this song is really it's so good if there was like something past rocks that's what this song does it does whatever's past rocks Mm, i don't know yeah i don't i wasn't expecting anyone to if you're listeners if you know what comes after rocks let us know (laughs) okay you'll get a producer credit on the pod okay it's yep 
it dot 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 <laughs> <laughs> lady gaga speechless okay track i think 12 13 13 okay october 1st counts track 12 track 13 love your shotgun thought you were the only fish in the sea <laughs> i don't is this the song you think sucks <laughs> No. <laughs> Dude, I'm just I'm anxious now. The buildup is crazy. Um, the open close hi hat that goes into like that halftime breakdown. But I was wrong, so wrong. It's <laughs> like it's crazy. It, uh, any any song like punk song that goes into like a halftime moment. Mm-hmm. I love it. You can't help but headbang. You're just like yeah. I don't. I don't think I could play that drum beat on drums. That's why you never hear it in any song I'm involved with. I don't think my left foot works like that to like open close a hi hat that fast. Well, you should. I want your shot. I want your shotgun, but you never got to cock yet. Wow. Is this another sex thing? It might be. Young people write about sex in such a weird way. But they're like teenagers. Which, I mean, everyone's different. Everyone, you know, comes to their sexual awakening at a different age. Uh, Mm -hmm. That was not me when I was a teenager. Because uh, of where I lived. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, can't relate. I just smile and nod. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. The area, wretched horror. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's like, I like this song. Yeah, I think this song is fine. Yeah, it's it gets lost in the shuffle for me because this record is fairly long. Um, no, and it's, it's, it's short in minutes. It's short in minutes, but it's long in song number. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because the songs are <laughs> short. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yes. Okay, yes, yes, yes. So, again, a lot of songs here. The songs are short. The song's three minutes, even. That's, like, on the long side for this band. I don't know. The song is fine. I agree. It's fine. All right. Track 14. Fill my pill. This is the song that sucks. (laughs) She shakes her head. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, I would just, like, skip this song, to be honest. They just say the chorus or whatever, like, however many. Get out of my skin, get out of my skin. They say it, like, six times, and I'm like, okay, we get it over. This, like, (laughs) this song kind of has yeah, yeah, yeah vibes. There are a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah comparisons in my research, which I didn't really get. like Stratocaster guitar tones it's like the drums are surprisingly complicated I like get I get that it works on paper but like in execution I think these bands are very different but this song does give me like something very um what is the the big first yeah yeah yeah's album fever to tell this song has fever to tell tease if you ask me I don't think this song sucks I don't think I just think it's fine. This is the longest pause in the pod. 
<laughs> longest silence in the history of the pod every episode it gets longer <laughs> also i love i love i love when i like edit the actual pause out so it's like literally like half a millisecond it's like oh yeah the song is good longest history yeah yeah i don't know i think this song is actually you know what i'm gonna second you this song sucks <laughs> fuck it all right <laughs> All right, the next song, track 14, 15? 15. 15, and you're This froze. is the most annoying bit in the history of the pod. Oh, no. oh my God, she's froze. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so curious what all these like long freezing pauses are going to sound I like. I have taken a screenshot every time. Uh, oh, no. Uh, you're okay. fine. Um, I'm gonna look ugly. This pot is revealing slowly that A, I'm annoying, and B, I'm hideous. Two things I've managed to hide very well just being online all the time. Uh, we're on track. the streets with their friends full of hunger. We're on track. Ouch. 15. <laughs> this is the last song, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. This uh, zombie song inspired by Dawn of the Dead. We should have done this album for Halloween. Uh, I like that this sounds like it's in a different key than everything else, at least for the verses. It's like very minor sounding. Is that minor? I don't know what it is. I don't it's fucking like know. Definitely... I hate music theory. <laughs> As we established that we're screaming on the pod, we don't know what fucking notes are. But yeah, this song is definitely in a key other than the other songs. Imagine writing the vocal melodies on this record. They're, They're so good. good. It's crazy. Like, you can't even shit on Jamina for, like, not playing any instruments. You're just like, the vocal melodies are so good. It's not like... They're... It's not like how I feel about sleigh bells. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... It's interesting because a lot of the vocal melodies don't follow any of the instruments. They're their own melody. And they're just so... They're so creative. Yeah. And they're iconic. They're catchy. And a lot of the songs, like, and I know this is how, like, a lot of music is, but, like, when you're in a guitar rock band, it's, like, sometimes the vocals are dueling with the guitar for being, like, what is the more catchy melody? And in this band, it's nine times out of ten. I would even go 9.7 times out of ten. It's the vocals. Yeah. Amazing. This, Amazing work, yeah. Jamina. Although. She slayed the game. I swear. I swear. Where back in the day I read somewhere she was related to Iggy Pop, but now that does, yeah I read that too it doesn't exist anywhere now. All that it says is that she did a song with Iggy Pop. I hate people. Well, she like there was like a thing. Oh, I forgot about that song. There's like a there's like lineage here. There's she's like related to someone in music. I mean, they're signed to Thurston Moore's her, like label. Her dad is a musician, but. I swear she was like, like Iggy Pop was like her cousin or like a Cole or something. Maybe he's like her godfather or something, not by blood. Yeah, but like I couldn't find anything. Trying to find dirt on this band was really hard. This band existed just, it was a blip. They were like around and they were big for five seconds and now it's like, no one talks about them. It's like tumbleweeds roll through be your I remember town. when John Etherly, the drummer, was in Whip It. Oh wow. I forgot about that. Yeah. 
Memory on We saw that movie in theaters. Yes. That's a good ass movie. Um, yeah, that is. Drew Barrymore, man. Uh, but like, and, and Jamina can't even lurk on her Instagram because it's private, but I know she has a kid now and lives back in Nashville and she runs like a fucking tie dye business. I'll have to ask my Nashville friends. It's funny, something that we, I feel like we typically talk a little bit about like the business side of the band and we haven't done that at all. And that happens to be like a side of the band that I kind of know a lot about with this particular act. Um, I like, I know all those like early singles came out on Infinity Cat and that their first drummer whose name is Yamin. I never, Jay's freak me out. (laughs) Um, I'm like so bumpkin. Jay's like mortify me. But yeah, I know that he founded that label with his brother and their dad. And I, I've had friends that have been signed to that label. I've had friends that have like interned and worked at that label. I should like hit them up and be like, hey, is there tea on Jamina? Is there tea on any well, of these people? Well, I know we that be... original drummer left because he wasn't happy about their new record label cutting like three of their songs on Get Awkward, I think, because the subject matter was like too dark or something and he, yeah he w- becky's about killing your classmates <laughs> and he wasn't yeah. happy about that and then like the only thing i read jamina apparently was blindsided by the band breaking up and was like really bummed about it but she said like that they agreed if they if they stopped being friends and they would not continue with the band and so i guess somehow they stopped being friends but her and john obviously were dating and moved to new york so they were on good terms i mean he played drums and co-wrote some songs on her solo record yeah and like um i will go ahead i don't I was just going to say, I will say when you're this young and you're in a band, it is trying on any sort of bond or friendship you have with those people. Like I like look at all the people I've made music with over the years and I'm like, there's only a small group of them that I'm like, yes, I still deeply love you from the ground up. Like, you know, Um, it's about like knowing when to get out before the resentment builds. And then if the resentment does build, it's about managing the resentment and like understanding if it's founded or not. Um, because I don't know, it's just like you're pouring your whole self into work and you care about it more than you should because you're pouring your whole self into it. Usually. I can't speak for every band, but anyway, I think it's so weird. Did John leave because the songs got cut or did Yamin leave because the songs got cut? Because I was under the impression. Okay. Because all the songs, all the vids, remember they did in studio videos of them tracking Get Awkward and John was like playing drums on those videos. Do you remember that? No. Who knows? Maybe it was... I don't know. Uh, But yeah, I just want to know, like, what was the final thing that made them break up? That's all I want to know. And I feel like the rest of them are still in music. Like, Jonas, who plays guitar, he's in, like, a thousand other bands. He, uh, He was Mr. Turbo Fruits. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, some other bands I don't listen to. Uh, 
and Yamin was Jeff the Brotherhood. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Okay. Yeah. And that's one of those bands that like blew up. They were signed to Warner Brothers at one point in time, but then like Warner Brothers ended up not putting out their record because it like I don't know because that's what Warner Brothers does. I don't know. That's just a crazy thing, but yeah. Except Jamina, she's like settled down now with a baby. Very norm core vibes. Hey, listen, you know what? Some people try the music thing on and it fits for a while and then they take it off. I unfortunately have ruined my life so much that I'll probably have to wear it forever to some extent. And my six fans will, they'll love me till I die. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Did you just hear me burp? burp? <laughs> <laughs> that was a real, it was like a bellow. Becca bellows oh, at me for being belittling me. I on the pod. Burping. Is that nasty soda? <laughs> I'm just thinking about editing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, off the rails. I I may, I'm gonna make no sense in this episode. I just go off. I feel like I've talked about everything but this record at this point. Um, I think we've talked actually a lot about this album in general. I think this last song, what's this last song called? Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. I think ouch rocks. Yeah. Ouch. Ouch rocks. Wow. I'm excited to talk about the other albums that this band put the other album this band put out at some point in time on the pod. Cause it's, if it's the iTunes narrative of the pod, but wow. You know what? This record, you ready? Let's do it. Final verdict. One, two, three. This album rocks. It rocks. Oh, it's so good. I got so excited when you mentioned reviewing it because I like, I get, you're right. It's one of those albums that I don't revisit often. I just revisit like October 1st account all the time. Yeah. And there it's... was a, a tattoo artist I follow and she posted a video on her stories and had a be your own pet song behind it and i dm'd and was like be your own pet and she was like yeah that's it (laughs) because i totally forgot about them this was like a year ago probably but i was like damn there's people out there still listening to be your own pet this band had a moment i remember i remember so vividly logging on to like actual itunes and like there was like a banner image of them at some point in time. I don't know if it was like for a free song or what, but I just remember like they like the business was behind them for at least a millisecond. Oh, nylon. Which is just crazy. Yeah. Oh, nylon. Nylon. If you're any, if anyone at nylon is listening, um, I would love for you to bring back the summer music tour at some point in time in some capacity when touring is allowed. And I volunteer any of project I'm involved with for it. Why don't you put it together? To it. Why don't I put together the Be Nylon like, Summer give me Music a, Tour? Give me a job to revive the Nylon Summer Music Tour. Oh, my God. Nylon, listen, if you've got even... I bet they're one of those... I hope they're not one of those publications that never pays their writers. But if you got it in the budget at some point in time, please tap me. I would love to be involved. Um, Did you watch wow, the... You know what? Sorry, go ahead. No, I wasn't going to say anything. I love to just talk about nothing. What were you going to say? I was going to ask if you watched the trailer for that queer Christmas movie. Christmas story. Oh, everyone's hair in that movie is so good. Oh, my God. 
She's got some like some bleach blonde stuff going on. She's got beautiful bleach blonde hair. Her girlfriend has like beautiful bangs. Fucking Dan Levy's in it. What's uh Ted Danson's wife is in it. Uh a bunch of other people. I love that on the eve of of Anna's app release, there's a big post on the internet about that. That's just you can't you can't beat that. Wow, this was really fun. Is there anything else we want to any like final words we want to say about this record or about this band? If anyone knows why they broke up, please reach out to rockstarsucks at gmail.com. Just kidding. I don't think that's an email yet. DM us on Instagram <laughs> or on Twitter. We don't have an email yet. One day, if someone ever wants to sign us to a network, then we'll get an email. But as of right now, I have like five Instagrams and three Twitters. I can't be making an extra Gmail. Um, let's see. I that had something I want to say. Yeah, if you have any general updates on the people in this band and what they're up to, good, bad, problematic, angel, just slide into the DMs and let us know. I want to know. Yeah. Okay. Well, love you. Bye. Wait. Should we discuss what album we want to do next? Or do well, I wasn't saying bye to you. I was saying bye to the listener. Oh, I thought we always chat at the end of the album. There's always a bunch I got cut at the end. Yeah. Okay. Okay, dear reader, love you. Kiss, kiss, bye. I can't say I love you to our listeners. Um, because I she hates your asses. I don't know who you are, and that's a really vulnerable thing to say. Um, oh girl I'd be fucking telling ants outside I love them I don't give a fuck ants <laughs> yeah ants oh my uh. fuck some goddamn ants god ah! it rocks or it sucks is produced and edited by Becca High and Carl Kuhn it's mixed and mastered by Becca High you can follow the pod on Instagram or Twitter at it rocks or it sucks Thanks for listening and feel free to like, follow, rate, review, share, do whatever you want. Bye.